3: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
4: Ring the bell. Will
5: the bell be rung? Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we stay away from the fuddy-duddies coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside your eardrums, providing marginal sports talk radio all night long, the Fox Sports Radio studios deep in the Northwoods. So our lead this hour coming from Charm City. I've often been accused of being the mayor of Charm City with all the charm that I provide on a... Nightly basis, unless that's not true. But we are just days away from the curtain going up on the 2021 regular season. Hallelujah! Can I get an amen? Hallelujah! Uh, For the start of the NFL regular season. Now, it starts on Thursday. The Ravens don't start playing until Monday. They play the Raiders on Monday night football. And the Ravens have issues. They have issues in the backfield. Now, Gus Edwards, he's still around. And I hope he's prepared to get a Emmett Smith nineteen mid-1990s type workload because Gus Edwards and somebody named, I think Tyson Williams is the guy's name, the only healthy running backs on Baltimore's roster. That's it. In the past week, they have lost J.K. Dobbins, Snap, Crackle, Pop, ACL, Justice Hill, whoever that is, Snap, Crackle, Pop. Never heard of him. Goes the Achilles. And so that means the Baltimore Ravens are going to the unemployment line trying to find some replacements. And the Ravens are considering some people we've heard of, players that have had success in the past, including the big name that jumps off the page, or in this case jumps out of the radio box, Le'Veon Bell. A notorious figure, Le'Veon Bell. And uh, ring the bell. Yeah, that's right. Ring the bell. Uh, You've got Devontae Freeman, who was in camp, I believe, with the Saints and got let go. And Todd Gurley, number 30, Todd Gurley, the old L.A. Ram. Uh, And those are the three names. Now there's other players, but those are the ones we've heard of. And it's broadcasting, not narrowcasting, so we'll focus in on these three. And really it's more about Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman. Uh, who both visited on Monday? Todd Gurley visited back in June. It's fair to say that if the Ravens had any interest in Todd Gurley, they would have already signed Todd Gurley. That didn't happen. Now, the most intriguing name play the hits, my man, play the hits. The most intriguing name on this list is Le'Veon Bell. I think we can all agree on that. That's the most intriguing name. Le'Veon Bell has been a polarizing player, hadn't been good in years, hasn't been good in years. Uh, sat out an entire season, went crazy town, sat out an entire season in a contract stalemate with Pittsburgh. And now would he come back? Well, we know he would. He showed up to Baltimore to work out. But imagine that story We he comes back in the division to the Steelers' rival after going to the Jets and briefly the Chiefs, and Le'Veon Bell returns to that division as a, a rival opponent of the Steelers. That's a good story. That's a made-for-TV story. So let us discuss. Now, the question, are you going to go red light or green light on the Ravens adding Le'Veon Bell? Not even yellow light. I'm going green light. Green light go. Uh, My thoughts on this. You've got battle cry, indoctrinate, and risky business. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, listen, Le'Veon Bell, when you bring up his name, it's complicated, right? He's not past his expiration date, but he's sneaking up on his expiration date. He's still young enough that you could see a career renaissance. His issues are generally pushed in the locker room, coachable, is he coachable category. This is a guy that had issues with Andy Reid, the ultimate players coach at the very top among the greats of all time when it comes to relating to the players, Andy Reid. That's a bad sign. Right? He doesn't play well with others. Marches to the beat of his own drummer, Le'Veon Bell, which you can get away with in other sports, but in football, you really can't get away with it for long. You can't get away for you know, get away with it that long. Now, still the Ravens, they should take a flyer. Why? Well, there's a couple reasons. As the old battle cry of pro football goes, you know what it is. You never give up on talent. Never, ever, ever give up on talent. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. NFL teams will overlook pretty much anything if they believe the player has the skill set to keep it real and have the desire. And that's a big if with Le'Veon Bell. He's he's 29, a four-time All-Pro, way back in the Bronze Age with the Steelers. But what have you done for me lately? And that's the question that has to be asked. And Le'Veon Bell has run for 1,117 yards, an average of 3.4 yards per carry over the past two seasons combined. So this is more than just a cosmetic situation. He needs a full recalibration to get things back up and running. He's not an intimidating force, a Le'Veon Bell at this point. Now, he was. And he's, old, he's, he's young enough where you say he's not so old it can't happen again. But long story short, if you're the Ravens, desperate times call for desperate measures. It's worth a shot. And part B of this, for John Gruden. See, this is the other thing. Right? This is the other thing here for, for John Gruden. I was speaking with my guy, Sports with Coleman, beloved Baltimore media personality, friend of the show. And John Harbaugh, it's not brain surgery. Right? He needs bodies at this point. And now I am of the belief, and the Ravens are as well, I've I've read some quotes over the last couple of years from this guy, DeCosta, I believe his name, the GM in Baltimore, where he's talked about the running back position being a greyhound position, which is just another way of saying that the running back position is interchangeable. And I believe that to be true. Now, the Ravens are in some peril because they don't have enough players. But as long as the offensive line, to quote Bill Belichick, does their job, then Any running back worth their salt can come in and be productive. It's blocking and tackling the bedrocks of football, and Le'Veon Bell is worth an audition. Now, I would not have him around for long if he fails the audition. I wouldn't give him a second and third audition, but I'm going to be Benny Brightstone on this one. The Ravens love to talk about the culture, teams that have success. The Ravens have consistently been a playoff team, And they've won some Super Bowls. Some weird things have happened to get them to that point. But they've gotten there. And you know that John Harbaugh, right, if you look at the situation there in Baltimore, he is confident enough in his own skin to believe that he can bring in a guy like Le'Veon Bell and indoctrinate him in the dogma of Baltimore that it's a winning environment and everyone's pulling the same direction and that it's not a game a tug of tug-of-war and Harbaugh will cast a spell
6: ooh,
5: on Le'Veon Bell. He'll be hypnotized and mesmerized uh, and and see if he can can do what Andy Reid could not do in Kansas City. Now, a little birdie tells me that John Harbaugh and Andy Reid are, are buddy-buddies still from back in the day when they worked together in Philly, and so that would... That would lead you to believe that there's no chance that Le'Veon Bell would go to Baltimore, but the fact that Bell worked out for the – I don't know if he worked out, but he showed up to Baltimore tells you that at least someone around the inner circle of the Ravens is considering bringing this guy in. But if you can tap in to what's left of the elite ability, and he's been a laughingstock the last couple of years, Le'Veon Bell. Ever since he took that year off, that hiatus year, he has, he's come back and been a shell of what he had been. But there's still stuff in there that could be significant. All right, last word here. So Le'Veon Bell, we know he would fall into the category, the basket of risky business. Risky business. But I say worth the stomach ache. It's not my team. I have no skin in the game. And, if he, again, if he turns out to be Deadwood, what do you do with dead Deadwood. Yeah, You you simply prune the tree, you cut out the dead wood, you dump the malcontent. Uh, No harm, no foul. You miss all the shots you don't take, as Wayne Gretzky famously said back in the day. So on this one, again, Maller seal of approval. The patented process of elimination. Le'Veon Bell is the lesser of multiple evils. In this case, you have options. Three options, three veteran options who all look pathetic and completely washed. Todd Gurley, who was wonderful for the Rams. I love watching Todd Gurley play. He looks like death warmed over these days. He needs life alert. He's fallen and he can't get up. Devontae Freeman, the wheels fell off of Devontae Freeman. He's bounced around the last couple years. Baltimore is a run-first team. That is their pedigree. You know it. I know it. Everyone they play knows it. Without depth, they are in a precarious situation. So they're going to bring somebody in. They're going to end up cycling through a bunch of running backs. Even if they sign Le'Veon Bell today and bring him in, they're still going to need other running backs because that is a, a position that the injuries, the soft tissue injuries rack up at the running back position. So by the end of the year, uh, all three of these guys could end up playing for the Ravens. But one thing I can guarantee you is that Gus Edwards, who's the last man standing we've heard of in the backfield for Baltimore, uh, he can carry the bulk of the load, but it ain't 1995 anymore. He's going to need reinforcements to pick up the slack. Now, the other option, which is wild and crazy, would to have Lamar Jackson, become more of a pass-happy quarterback, to go away from the bread and butter of the Ravens, the identity of the Ravens as a run-first team, and become a pass-happy team. Good luck on that. Uh, The the Ravens are going down the path here where they are going to squeeze everything they can out of Lamar Jackson, the runner. I don't blame them for this. uh, And then when that's done, they'll see if he can throw the ball at that particular point. But that's the core blocking and tackling again. Blocking leads to a lot of running. Tackling means you don't have to have as many points on the board because the other team is stopped. Uh, And so we'll see if they can bob and weave uh, their way at the running back position.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Walking the plank on the pirate ship, welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we bark from the bungalow, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the sweatshop slaving over a hot microphone in the Fox Sports Radio studios in the North Woods. And here we are again. So our lead this hour coming from the Hurt Feelings Department, the Raiders. The Raiders made some news. Now, last hour we ranted about the Ravens and their interest in Le'Veon Bell, but this hour it's something a little bit different. Now, the Raiders are a middling NFL team. They have been on the fringes of the playoffs recently but haven't been able to break through. Now they have to play an extra game, as everyone does, in the 2021 season. So the Raiders made a mid-level roster move. and this is not something that normally would rise to a Malin monologue, except it's how the roster move was executed. So final roster alterations before the Season begins later this week. Standard comings and goings. Last-minute additions. Uh, Except there was nothing standard about what happened in Sin City. Now, the Raiders released a linebacker named Tanner Muse, who was a third-round pick out of Clemson. He didn't play last season. He hasn't played as a Raider in a real game. He missed all last season with a toe injury. That is not someone we've heard of. If you're a college football fan, you might remember him from Clemson, but as an NFL player, he has not made his mark. It's what the Raiders did after the move was leaked that started a wildfire because less than two hours later, after the Raiders had decided to let that nondescript incognito, but not Richie incognito, Tanner Muse go, the Raiders' social media account on Twitter wished the following. Quote, happy birthday, Tanner Muse!" And then they put a cake emoji, a nice, delicious cake emoji right there because on Labor Day, it was this cat's birthday. So let us discuss. Now, uh, social media, and many uh, critics pointing out that the, uh, the Raiders have violated the sacred oath. You're not supposed to let go of people on their birthday. So the question is this. Did the Raiders do Tanner Muse dirty? And I'm actually, I'm shaking my head no on this. I disagree with the popular opinion. Now, my view on this, you've got the golden rule, random selection, and cool hand Luke. And we will connect all of these things together. Now, first of all, while it is clear that there were mistakes made, how about perspective, right? There's no need to hold a war tribunal because the Raiders released the guy on his birthday and wished this person happy birthday while handing him a pink slip along with the cake emoji. And I agree, I, it's not the greatest look to do this, but it is actually not out of the ordinary. And this is how business is done in the NFL quite often. It's a reminder that if you are not someone of name value, someone of name value, that your birthday is not a national holiday. And even when you are someone of name value, time does not stop. The world does not spin around. It doesn't stop spinning because you were born on a certain day. That's just the facts of life. And, And we see these stories every so often. We've seen a couple of them just this NFL exhibition season now as we hit in to the regular season. A few weeks ago, during training camp, the Lions kneecapping uh, coach, the guy that eats kneecaps, Dan Campbell, cut the longest tenured player on the Detroit Lions, a long snapper. Dan Molbach, I believe is the guy's name. I think that's it. But he, he was the last player left from, I would say, the most iconic Lions team in my life. Now, the most iconic Lions team is not a Barry Sanders team. From back in the day with Wayne Fosno. It the most iconic Detroit Lions team, the 08 Lions, they were 0-16. They had the imperfect season, and that guy, the long snapper, was part of the team back when the Lions were 0-8 or 0-16 in 08, and now he is back uh, on the unemployment line and he was let go on his birthday. So a word to the wise. In the industrial complex of sports, the golden rule does apply. Business is is business. Call it draconian. Call it ruthless. It's not. It's just a random day of the week. In order to be successful, it is necessary often to do things that may upset the apple cart and may upset certain people. The best way to ensure that you don't get your walking papers on your birthday is to have your birthday on a day when the NFL is on vacation. Otherwise, it's fair game. Now, the NFL, though, they do shut down operations certain points in the year, but this is not one of those points. Now, secondly, uh, everyone gets all worked up into a lather over draft picks, and this is a great lesson. Most of these coveted draft picks, which we obsess about in late April, year after year, do not live up to the advance billing, and John Gruden is the living embodiment of that as the Raiders executive helping to select the college players, the Raiders have squandered. How many third-round picks? Well, uh, I, I've lost count. This this cat, uh, Tanner Muse, is the latest, but he's far from alone. Uh, Las Vegas has had three third-round picks. Last year, 2020, they had three third-round picks. Two of them never even played a single snap for the Raiders. But yet, I recall draft day watching the first three rounds of the draft. And even in the third round, they're like, well, you're going to get a starter in the third round. You're going to get a contributor in the third round. This is an important round. And uh, the reality is that a lot of those players don't develop. Now, you do get diamonds in the rough, but that's not the norm. And it's more evidence that despite all of the scouting, endless scouting, all the expenses traveling around from here to Timbuktu, it is really just random selection. You're playing the speculation game. This guy, Muse was highly decorated as a safety at Clemson. The Raiders decided to put him at linebacker. Some said they drafted him a little higher than he needed to be drafted, but he got hurt, and now his NFL career has been grounded. But it's really, as in any business, it's a numbers game. It depends where you are on the food chain. And Tanner Muse, this guy that got let go on his birthday with the cake emoji on Twitter, he was expendable... And the reason he was expendable is because, A, he was hurt. Availability is the most uh, important ability. So he was hurt, and they found somebody who they think is better, someone the Raiders believe is better. So we're all replaceable. I'm replaceable. You're replaceable. We're all replaceable. Uh, The Raiders signed a former Seahawk linebacker, middle linebacker, K.J. Wright, to play for Gus Bradley the in of the, Raiders. the middle of that Raider defense, the auto linebacker position, which is Gus Bradley just made that up. He just made that up, the auto linebacker position. That's a Gus Bradley creation when he was in Jacksonville, and it doesn't mean anything. It's just a term that Gus came up with, and they just use that, and that's the way that K.J. Wright will play for the Raiders. Is uh, a little on the, on the back nine as far as age-wise. He's... 32, so he's at the end of his athletic prime. So we'll see if they can squeeze out a few more good performances from K.J. Wright, who was with the, the Seahawks for a, a long, a long time. Now, final thought. So as for the social media faux pas, uh, that is easy to explain. All right? That is easy to explain. This is what's known as a cool hand loop situation. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Right? Failure to communicate the social media team. Here's what I think happened. Because I've, I've been burned by this before. I, I don't do this anymore, but I did this in the past. They got burned by a scheduled tweet. They had set up. I, I'm guessing they do this for all the players on the roster that have birthdays. They're like, all right, let's wish them a happy birthday. And that's stuff that you can set up months in advance because your birthday, I don't know if you know this, it doesn't change. Your is the same every year, so you can set it up months in advance. It, it's like the, the late infomercial guy, Ron Popeil. Set it and forget it. The problem when you forget it is when the team decides to whack the guy that you're wishing happy birthday, you must delete the tweet. Didn't do it. Bad job. Again, failure to communicate. All right, meanwhile, so let's revisit the roster shakeup. And we don't spend a lot of time obsessing about linebackers, but the, the theory on this, that there's more to it than just a simple, we think this guy is better. But the, the Vegas, the, the coaches around John Gruden, the defensive coaches have Gus Bradley's defensive coordinator now with the Raiders, uh, and they know that if this is not a breakthrough season, if the silver and black don't sniff the postseason, there will be wholesale changes. The guillotine is being sharpened. Now, John Gruden doesn't have anything to worry about. He's the Teflon Don. He's got the the massive contract, and there's so much time left, the Raiders are not going to eat that contract. He's got the forever deal. He's not in the danger zone. I don't buy it. I know people are saying he's in trouble. I don't buy it. I don't believe Mike Mayock is really in trouble either uh, because of the relationship with Gruden. What the Raiders would do here, their, their chess move, if they fail, they'll change quarterbacks, They'll get rid of Carr, and they'll fire a bunch of assistant coaches. That will be the move. That's the early read on how this is going to go for the Raiders.
9: They dropped All the right.
5: guillotine on him, too. Just like that. So, So instead, some of the people on Gruden's staff, they are the ones in the crossfire. They will be collateral damage. They will be hit by friendly fire. And so when in doubt, go with experience. This is another example of coaches choosing to trust a proven veteran over a rookie. Now, keep in mind the Raiders. This this guy that we haven't really heard of much because you know, back in Clemson was the last time he was a named player. This Muse guy, Tanner Muse, he was getting first team reps from what I read in training camp, and they still got rid of him because Gus Bradley and the defensive coordinator, you know, the, the other defensive coaches, rather, they they said, wait a minute, this guy's better. This other guy's better. This this guy, right? And so we want him. And it, it shows you how Verkakta, the Raider, Raider roster, is even at this point. With the season beginning, Ravens and Raiders on Monday night, underwhelming. And that guy Wright, K.J. Wright, was in Seattle so long, he was part of the, the glory days, the Legion of Boom, when the Seattle Seahawks owned the NFL for a brief period of time. But the, the way the Raiders team has been discombobulated and befuddled uh, this, this guy Tanner Muse. it wouldn't be shocking if he went somewhere else and actually had a career, some kind of career, uh, in the NFL.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
4: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
1: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
6: 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
4: Here we go. It's Mallor. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
10: All right, Koopaloo. Jets coach Robert Salas says that he expects a much different Sam Darnold in Week 1 versus the Panthers. Ben, what are the chances that he's right?
5: Well, it's very difficult to believe. Sam Darnold, A, has been in the NFL long enough that the league knows the book on Sam Darnold. He's got a very flimsy resume. Carolina is going to attempt to put makeup on a pig because of the change of scenery, and every once in a while – that works. You find, you know, catch lightning in a bottle. Rich Gannon comes to mind, for example, as as, as that guy. Uh, some people say Kurt Warner, but not really Kurt Warner because he didn't really have a chance to play anywhere before he popped up on the scene with the St. Louis Rams. And, and B, the big difference for Sam Darnold is he's got better playmakers around him with the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, until he gets hurt, DJ Moore. And there's some other guys that we've heard of that are better than what he had in gang green. And there could be some beginner's luck, but let's be honest here. Uh, do we expect Sam Donald to be a much different player? No. It's not going to be lasting, dramatic change. That would be a stunner. Next. No, over the weekend.
10: Over the weekend, Mets owner. You got choked up over yeah, the Yeah, no, it was, uh, it's an emotional segment here. I understand. <laughs> uh Mets owner Steve Cohen set social media on fire when he asked, "Where are the Twitter experts complaining about uh, Javi Baez now? They must be away for the weekend." Ben, does one good weekend take the heat off Javi Baez? Of course not. Listen, now I respect the trash talk. I like an
5: owner that can get into the into the ring here with the trolls and that's the content we need. But this is a sawing and a miss. One weekend against a bad Nationals team that gave up, does not erase the previous transgressions. The Nationals raised the white flag. They sent all their good players to the Dodgers and a few other teams. And when the Mets had a chance against good teams like the Giants and Dodgers, they went belly up. Javi Baez was Casper the friendly ghost in that stretch. And secondly, Baez is a human fan. He leads the big leagues. His strikeout rate is 35%. It's one of the worst all time in the history of the sport. His walk weight is 4%, which
10: is the third worst right now in baseball. So thumbs down. Next. Ben Simmons could be fined up to $1.3 million for skipping Sixers training camp. Uh, Recent reports indicate they are prepared for the ramifications of being fined that much. Now, uh... Ben, are you buying or selling Ben Simmons Skipping Camp? I'm giving this one side eye. I, listen, I'm gonna show me cinema. It's great to talk like this,
5: but actually do it. You never leave money on the table. It's the first rule of business. That's his money. Don't give back the money, Ben Simmons. How did we do? You passed this edition.
4: That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
5: And it is Mallers Mountain of Money every week at about this time. We spice it up an attempt to have some game show fun. Some game show fun here on the program. Hmm. I see the, the people that have called up to play the game. We have a couple of regulars and a couple of semi-new people. Now, one of these people was on the air earlier, and I don't know that we can allow that guy back on the air, so I think he's eliminated because he was already on the air. Actually, I think two of those guys were already on the air, Yes. So, by the Did process, it yeah, I, it wasn't. Uh, that, well, I know the guy in Miami was on. Yeah. And, and uh, I believe the, the uh, second name you mentioned was also on earlier. I don't think so. I don't think he was.
10: I don't know. No. No? No. Nope. You, sh- you sure about that? I'm positive. 100%. <laughs> well, yeah, scroll, scroll up on the on the uh-huh. thing. I never wrote uh-huh. his name before.
5: All right. Maybe I just have him in my head and I can't get him out of my head. I mean, he calls either. every day. Yeah, yeah, he calls every day. And, and usually he doesn't have much to say, right?
10: Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot to say. It's just how much do you understand? Yeah, it's a lot of gibberish. He's
5: surprisingly really good at game shows, which is odd to me. That's true. With all of the drug abuse this person has done to his body, he is still able to retain useless sports trivia. But what happened to Paul in Maine? We haven't heard from Paul in Maine. I need Paul to call up. Well, we don't have him on hold, but we do have. Let's see here. We've got. Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin.
1: How you doing?
5: If I was any better, I'd be a red, but not a Cincinnati red, because they, they, they're not going to win the National League. You know that.
1: I just like the Twin Towers on 9-11, they're crumbling, buddy.
5: Wow. All right, uh, Justin, you're going to play. We have Jed who fled in Florida, in the Gulf Coast. Hello, Jed who fled. Uh oh! Is he not On a
1: meth run.
5: Yeah, he probably saw some helicopters flying overhead, and he ran away. All right. I well, mean, he, when he
10: did call, he say he wanted he he did say he wanted to play password, and I said that's not today. Uh, like, oh, so so then he's like, okay, well then I want to play Mallard's okay, Mountain Money. Okay, all right. Well, he's out there. So Jed's
1: out. I'd be out shocked if he knew what year it was.
5: No. <laughs> Do you think he knows who the president is? Probably not. Yeah, uh, I don't even
1: know who the president is, so I let's understand. be honest about that.
5: That is true. That is true. All right, uh, let's go to James in Oceanside in SoCal. What's going on, James? Hey, how's everybody? James, that, you're a smart man for not hanging up, because a lot of people would have hung up. Lesser people would have hung up thinking they weren't getting on the air. But you know, because you've called the show before, James, you understand that we have a high hang-up rate on this show.
9: Yeah, that's true, and a lot of uh, drug users as well.
5: <laughs> yes. Uh, how, how are the old <laughs> folks treating you there? Uh, everything oh, good with the old people there in San Diego? Eh. Oh, they're fine. Yeah.
9: Huh?
0: You
5: yeah, know, they're fine. You sound excited about that, unless you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. James works at a, you work at a retirement home, is that correct? That's right. right. Yeah, I remember All right, James. uh, Hold on a sec, Uh, Justin. Who do you want to partner up with, Justin, on uh, this edition of Mallers Mountain of Money?
1: What's he got against drug users? Uh, (laughs) I'll go with Coop.
5: All right, and uh, James—that's a bad choice. Uh, James, who would you like to partner up with, James?
9: I should have made it clear, meth users. But uh, uh, Ben, are you? Did you get selected?
5: Uh, Well, no, I did not, but I have been (laughs) now. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, yes. All right. Well, that'll be the matchup. What are the categories here, Coop? Quickly, please.
10: All right, gentlemen. This is Mallers Mountain of Money, the Buddy Holly edition. Who would have been? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he would have been eighty-five years old today. Uh, I believe it was a, a plane crash that he in Iowa. In? Yes, sure. a bunch of Iowa Richie Valens,
5: baby. A bunch of country music stars.
10: Oh, yes,
1: that's the only important thing that's ever happened in Iowa.
10: Wow. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, anyway, the baseball game was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Oh yeah, good point.
10: Um, the categories are not fade away, rave on, take your time, and learning the game. And uh, Justin, you were on first. Which category would you like?
1: Learning the game.
10: All right. Oh, you learning the game, man. James. How about you?
1: A uh, rave
5: on. All right, Rave Vaughn. Okay, very good, guys. Hold on a sec. We will have in its entirety Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: And right back to it we go. It is Mallers Mountain of Money, the Buddy Holly edition. Remember, a couple years ago I watched the country music documentary on – PBS and featured that plane crash, Buddy Holly, and a bunch of other well-known Richie Valens, baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get into it right now. Here we go. <laughs> and the matchup is set. He's clearing his throat right now. Final preparations for Mallers Mountain of Money, the Buddy Holly edition. This is Koopa Loop, and you are matched up, Coop with Justin in Cincinnati. You picked learning the game, learning the game, the category. These athletes all had or have... High school basketball, baseball IQs. High basketball well, high, high, IQs yeah. or football IQs or exactly. Baseball, yeah, I think that's what I tried to say, but I didn't say it right. Anyway, all
1: there's right, 40, a joke to be made there.
5: Forty-five seconds on the clock. You're on
10: your way and go. Quarterback number eighteen won a Super Bowl for the Broncos. Peyton Manning. Yes, uh, the captain, the Yankees. Derek Jeter. Yes, um, uh, this guy hasn't won a title. He's point guard for uh, the Suns. Oh, Chris Paul Yes uh, Pitcher for the Dodgers He kind of sucks now Because he gets hurt a lot uh,
1: Clayton Kershaw Yes
10: um, This guy is a catcher For the Giants They changed rules Because Buster of him Buster
1: Posey The Wolf
10: Yes yep. uh, This guy uh, Used to play for the Bulls Back in the day Then he became the jazz head coach he, He's dead
1: Jerry Sloan
10: Yes uh, This guy used to play For the Lakers uh, Became an assistant coach He was like a head coach For the Nuggets For a little bit But he wasn't good He's bald
5: Wow, Coop that's a Oh, do oh Coop, no. that's a man. Frank, All right. What? Oh he got it. Look my guy got it. He got it. You oh, thought that was too yeah. hard for <laughs> I uh Justin's, you know he's had a tough night. Mucha mota. <laughs>
10: yeah. We had a good I score. We had a good score. that's good. Yeah, he did good. All right, James, let's show him how it's done here, James.
5: Let's show it right. I, let's show him how it's done here, James. You ready to go here? Show. All right. Uh, these, don't these, show by the way. These athletes all like the rave scene. These athletes all like the rave scene. Like EDM, yeah.
1: I'm sure this guy knows that.
5: (laughs) All right, James, you ready? Yeah. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. We're on our way and go. Center for the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. Uh, Shaquille Mill. Yes, uh, tight end with the Patriots. He went to the Buccaneers. Rob Kronkowski. Yes, a running back for the Cowboys right now out of Ohio Yarrickio State. Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, a greatest Olympic swimmer of all time. Michael Phelps. Yes, greatest Olympic track and field star from Jamaica. Uh, Usain Bolt. Yes, Lebanese NBA center in the 80s and 90s, played for the Miami Heat. Uh, Out of Syracuse, late 80s. Ronnie Cycli. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, Former NFL lineman. He's on Fox Sports Radio. He fills on Outkick. Uh, Big white guy. I think he's Jewish. No. No. Uh, He's an offensive lineman. I can't give you any clue. Nobody knows an offensive Uh, lineman. Joe Thomas. No, Joe (laughs) Thomas does not work here. Uh, All right.
10: (laughs) Wow. Uh, He also has a show on the weekends.
5: Yeah. Oh, does he? Steve Harmon.
10: Yeah. Oh, with Steve Harmon. All right. Uh, Jeff Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you.
5: He's Jeff Schwartz, uh, Yeah,
10: he's eight, Jewish. Jewish Eight-year a- NFL veteran. Yes, yes. Well, we're uh, tied. By game. So uh, back to Justin and I. Uh, oh, I see how you did that. Yeah. Justin, would you like not fade away or take your time? Well,
1: much like Finley's updates, I want to take my time, baby.
2: <laughs>
10: <laughs> All right. Uh, these athletes were considered slow. 45 seconds begin. Uh, current quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tom Brady uh, Angels Long time player He sucks a lot of money From us Now he's with the Dodgers
1: uh, l- l- First l- baseman pass.
10: First baseman From the Cardinals The machine Oh Albert Poe Yes uh, The catcher for the Cardinals Right now Yadier Molina Yes uh, The center for the Bucks He, he has a twin brother
1: uh, 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 Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez, one of them.
10: Yeah, yep. Okay. Uh, f- uh, former wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He was there when Kurt Warner was there. Uh, not the Larry lo- No, the other guy. Uh, 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 Michael Floyd. Nope. Oh. Uh, he had a really bad. Like he broke his face once. Whoa. Yes. Uh. Uh. Print- oh, oh, damn. No! oh. Wow. Whoa,
5: Nelly. That is. Wait a minute. That's opportunity knocking. That's opportunity knocking.
1: Man. Much, much like the Clippers in a playoff, you'll choke.
5: <laughs> no chance. J- so James?
10: Four, 400 400 total points, right? points right? yep. All right, we got to hurry up. We got to hurry up. But take All your right. time. Take your time, Ben. You uh, these
5: athletes retired on top. Retired on top. Here we go, and uh, you're on the way. Uh, 49er linebacker. He retired, I believe, at the age of 30 a couple years back. Dominic he went to Ole Miss. James. Oh, oh, uh, Patrick Willis. Yes, uh, Swedish tennis star from the 1970s and early 80s. He won 11 Grand Slam titles. Uh, pass. Carolina Panthers linebacker, just retired Luke a couple Yes, Yes, uh, greatest running back of all time from the Cleveland... Cleveland Jim NFL, t- yes. Uh, nickname it. Megatron, nickname Megatron. Uh, Calvin Johnson. Yes, run it up. Greatest Lions running back of all time. Uh, yes. Barry Sanders. Yes, a, a Colts <laughs> quarterback who quit uh, a couple years and ago. Luck. Yeah, run I the ball in your die. face. In your face. Justin, you are a loser. James, a you are a winner in life. You get a golden ticket. Congratulations, Wonderful. See, that's how you do it right there. The fact he got everyone but Bjorn Borg. He didn't get Bjorn Borg, but Uh, everyone. That's an easy one. Yeah, right.
4: (laughs) Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.